Teasel Pop, Season 6, Episode 8. Hello and welcome to Teasel Pop, the mini podcast for busy teachers. My name is Laura and joining me today to talk about using TikTok to inspire and support students is Ruth Brewer. Ruth is an English teacher and GCSE examiner living and working in Dubai. In today's episode, we will talk about using TikTok as an educational tool to inspire and support students. Ruth will share her story in setting up her TikTok channel, Steer to Success, which focuses on providing bite-sized study tips and inspiration for teenage students. Ruth will share her creative process in creating content, as well as top tips for using TikTok as an educational resource. Ruth, I think a good place for us to start would be to learn more about what motivated you to step into the TikTok space and experiment in using this as an educational tool. So I've thought about it for a long time and I've had loads of different ideas, but all of them sort of fell. I stumbled a bit with them because I live and teach in Dubai and some of them are sort of like a bit tongue in cheek, but I obviously have to operate within the absolute parameters of cultural acceptability and professional acceptability so where something might be seen a little bit more in a funny way in the UK I would hate to cause any sort of offence so and then it got to the exam season or sort of in the run-up to the exam season and a lot of my students not just in my own year 11 class but in my form I have a year 11 form And I could see that the exams were really daunting. And I could also see that we were running out of time. And I discussed it with a few of them because I had the idea. I thought, well, I could just start making little videos on a lot of the stuff that we don't often have time to teach in class, such as um, comma splicing. Or we do teach how to use a semicolon, how to use a colon, but perhaps things that they learned at primary school, like verb noun agreement or miss commonly misspelt words that sort of thing that I just didn't I just ran out of time before the exams because the exam is so content heavy now um with it being a closed book exam um, especially English literature they have to learn the quotations so the pressure is really really on um so what I did was I spoke um to some of my students and I said oh is this going to be really cringe because I had lots of reservations about how it would go down with them And then one of my students summed it up really well and they just said, but yeah, it would be a little bit cringe for us at first because we know you, but we don't cringe when we see other teachers online. It's only because we know you and we know you're our teacher and then we'll get over it. And that was really eye-opening. And then to be honest, they were really supportive and they taught me so much. Where I get ideas from, from the students, they ask me for things. It's been so useful not only in helping as a GCSE resource, which will be there for that, like the videos I've made now, they'll be there next year. They'll be there for years to come. But my own students who um, they struggle with certain things, they've said to me, oh, miss, can you make a video on this? Um, Or I didn't quite get that. Could you just go over this? And obviously there's things out there, but I've just tried to make it in sort of a fun, engaging way. And also a way to reach more students. That's what I found as well. Um, especially with the sessions that I run the night before exams, those students who can't afford a tutor or maybe haven't been able to secure one because they're in high demand the night before an exam, I'm just there to just add a bit of reassurance. And it's also, I made a TikTok the other day about, I think the the key to providing quality education is about making students feel comfortable. And for some students, TikTok is a really safe space for them. It's something that they invest their time in because they get a lot out of it. And 
and they love being on there. And if they, if it's somewhere they love being, then I think they're likely to learn better. Like you learn better around the people you're comfortable with. You learn better in environments you're comfortable in. And I think with so many students with barriers to learning, anything we can do to deconstruct those barriers, I just think for me, that's invaluable. I'm really excited to actually share a few examples of your content with listeners who are tuning into this episode. Would you mind indulging us with a few examples of the type of videos you've made recently for your students? So some of them are content based. So uh, like in the run up to the literature exams, I share details about Jekyll and Hyde. I'm, I'm, I love English, so I know a lot about the text. So there was one uh, clip that I shared about a sort of an interpretation of one of Hyde's actions. Um, and it not a lot of people know about this. It's, it's Some scholars have written about it and there's quite a lot of papers out there, but it's not commonly taught at GCSE. And so many students messaged me the next day or came up to me in the, after the exams in the case of students at my school to say, miss, I included that. Um, I also do things to do with spelling. More recently, because the language exam is coming up, I've been giving them three words a day that they can add into their um, creative writing. A couple of days ago, I took 17 words from Taylor Swift's songs because I know that loads of teenagers love Taylor Swift So, and she's a master wordsmith. So I took 17 words from Taylor Swift's songs that they could use in their own writing. Um, I also try to mix it up a little bit with more well-being and mindset stuff. So after the exams, I did a video that was really well received, just saying, look, I come from a family where we don't often say that we're proud of each other very much, but no matter what, how you feel you did today, I'm so proud of you. Um, and I want you to hear that from somebody. Um, and th- as teachers, we never know what students bring into that exam hall. There's so much going on behind the scenes that we don't know. And I want students to recognise that the majority of teachers, if not all teachers, know that and they know that about them and we're so proud of them for the hurdles and the barriers that they overcome and we don't say it enough so I've used it as a platform to to say those things to be kind to themselves and and to just sometimes take a step back to get a bit of perspective so yeah a different number of reasons that I've been using or ways that I've been using I should say. You've uh, mentioned a few things in terms of like thinking about um, what your students need, listening to your students. You also mentioned at the start of this episode, cultural sensitivity to the setting you're working in. And I thought this would be a good opportunity for us to kind of unpack that a bit more, like the type of things you keep in mind when you're creating content for a very public platform, such as TikTok, as an educator. Could you um, give us a few more kind of insights to other things you bear in mind that could help other teachers who are listening, who are thinking about using public social media platforms in a similar way? I think obviously for me, I need to think like like right now, for example, the background's great because it's a recording studio at school. We've got musical instruments. It's a perfect setting for um, this uh, podcast. However, with TikTok, it's also really mindful to be aware of your setting. I have more recently used a few backdrops from Dubai like I've got a couple of videos with the Burj Khalifa in the background I've done a couple of videos where the beach is in the background but especially in terms of like my personal sphere when I film at home I've got a couple of walls with jazzy wallpapers I've used those as a backdrop but I don't want to give students too much insight into my world like an appropriate level I would hate for some a student to come up to me at school and go oh miss I liked your book on blah 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 blah. in terms of like I I think you have to be very careful with students not to create 
too much over familiarity. Like the other day, I made a little TikTok about a day in my life, as a day in the life of a teacher in Dubai. But again, that was all sort of very. It was authentic because my and I even said this in the in the video vlog. It's not going to be the vlog. It's not going to be the most exciting day. But again, just being really mindful about the things that I include, the background, the what the clothing that I wear. Um, and yeah, the topics I discussed some on a couple of the TikTok lives that I've done, I've started with some safeguarding housekeeping, just about respectful comments. Um, because as a woman online, that can be problematic. Although I've not actually faced any issues with that. I've not faced any inappropriate comments or anything like that, which I'm very, very grateful for. Um, and I've also mentioned the, the sort of cultural sensitivity because there are a couple of texts that we study where there are interpretations of the text, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde being one of them, where because of some of the issues that are alluded to and interpretations of those texts, they directly contravene Islamic and cultural um, expectations and laws here. So I, I, I did say that I can't discuss that. If anyone were to ask me in comments or ask me questions, I can't actually address that because I have to be respectful of the law and of Islam. And that's one of the the sort of things I've had to bear in mind. And that's not been an issue at all because um, uh, we're able to teach very successfully a British curriculum um, alongside that. It's just that was just one thing for me to bear in mind. It's great that you have that housekeeping and setting expectations and workflows in place uh, just in case. And it's great. Often we don't need to use it, but it's great that you put the thinking in place so there is that infrastructure. And just one thing to mention for anyone thinking about getting on TikTok I was concerned that I might get like silly comments from students there hasn't been any of that there's been I think two comments in the whole time um where I thought "Mm, I'm not sure about that and TikTok picks them up really seemingly innocuous things um that other people would just say oh it's just a laugh but for me professionally i wouldn't want that like there was nothing explicit in terms of inappropriateness it was just sort of hints or undertones that I didn't like suggestions that I thought compromised my professionalism TikTok picked that up and they filtered them for listeners who are inspired today to explore and dip their toe into TikTok or a similar platforms what would be your top tip that you'd like to kind of give as a parting gift to them to get started Be authentic and be yourself and convey your personality. I think if I look at my videos from right at the beginning, I am quite anxious and nervous and I've got a lot more confident. Sometimes when I have to, or if I'm trying to communicate something very quickly, and because you obviously only have like a minute or three minutes, depending on how long you've set the time for, I I think I come across a bit formal. I think the videos where the students respond the most where my personality really shines through and I'm having like a bit of a joke with students. I think that's fun. Um, and just as I learn more about the about the app. Um, so yeah, be yourself, uh, be authentic. And as I said, you can have the comments off at first to gain confidence. Um, and also um, as well, just be really respectful and mindful of other content creators I did recently post, in the last couple of days, I did recently post a video where I politely disagreed with something that somebody with a very high profile in my subject area in English had posted, suggesting 
how students approach an exam and it's directly against the advice of the exam board as an examiner and as a teacher and I know some of my male students really like this content creator I did have to say hold on a second without directly naming them I said this advice I have to disagree with and these are my reasons the students were kind of all excited saying oh look there's a there's an argument between two teachers because they worked out who I was talking about but um, other teachers commented saying you've handled this very well because I think they obviously had the same opinion um, and you've kind of addressed it in a way that is not doing the other teacher down and I think that's something to be mindful of as well like I'm not on there to say that I'm a know-it-all or I know absolutely everything I'm just on there to try and do the best by students um, and support them ahead of the exams so yeah that's my advice Thank you so much, Ruth. It's been lovely talking to you today. And I feel really inspired to explore TikTok as somebody who is a little bit anxious about it, like yourself at the start of this journey. I feel inspired to check it out. So thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. And just on that note, I think people underestimate the power of it because you TikTok populates your homepage, not just it's not like Instagram where you have to be following people. Obviously, Instagram has that um, suggestions page, but nobody really goes on that. The main area of TikTok where people scroll is populated by TikTok. So my videos, students have found me, like my old students at my, my at my last school found me because I ended up on there. It's called your For You page, for those not familiar, the FYP. And um, I ended up on there for them. I've got, in the space of just over a month, I've had about, 7 million views, nearly a million likes, um, one one video alone, which just explains, I think, three words that can help students in their exams has had over a million views. Um, and that's just sort of one video alone. And I've got 20, over 22,000 followers, and that's in just over a month. I have no, I, I do, I'm aware that that will obviously drop down when the exams are over. But I think the, the sort of the ability to reach people and fast and um, connect with the people you want to connect with is sort of far outstrips that of any other social media platform. So that's something to bear in mind as well. I didn't realise it had that type of algorithm. So I'm learning so much. Thank you, Ruth. And for listeners, I encourage you to go and check out her TikTok uh, page or channel, I should say. It's called Steer to Success. And you can find the link either in the description below if you're watching on YouTube or in the show notes if you're listening on a podcast app. Finally, you can support the work we do at TESOL Pop by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast, sharing TESOL Pop content with your teaching community, or even buying us a coffee at ko forward slash TESOL Pop. <laughs>